The following content is brought to you by Mr. Fister, Orange Thunder, Paul Bramblett, and Abigail 13. I think you are now ready, ready to hear what happened 100 years ago. One hundred years ago, when the king of Hyrule said that in the trailer for Breath of the Wild, I was really excited with the possibilities. What what did that mean? And then when I actually got to play the game, and we found out that the story of the game was a hundred years prior to what I was experiencing as a player, I found that to be incredibly brilliant and um, incredibly... It it made my experience with the game my story. Not, Not your story. Your story was different than mine. Now, Link and Zelda and the, 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 you know, the, the heroes of Hyrule, they had their story in the game, but it was a very small part of that game. And there was not a lot of information about that story. We got to see what 13 or 14 cutscenes, I think. I can't even remember. I did get to see all of them. But we got to see those cutscenes. And the story of Breath of the Wild was the story of what happened with my experience. You know, first I went uh west to the desert and then I went east to the swamp. And, you know, my way of going from this place to that place, it was just an amazing experience. And I I, I loved Breath of the Wild. And that trailer that I, I played a little bit of at the beginning of the show, that trailer is, without a doubt, the best trailer of anything that I've ever seen, be it movie or TV or, or um, video game. That trailer... Uh, it, it it got me so excited for Breath of the Wild. The music was perfect. The art direction was fantastic. And the way that it left me extremely curious about where they could take this, this game uh, was very, very exciting. And so I watched it over and over and over. And that, like lots of people did. You know, that was a huge thing uh, when, when, that, when that trailer came out. So yesterday... Um, we got to see a little bit of what happened during that hundred years. Now, if you have never played Breath of the Wild, first off, why are you listening to a Nintendo show if you've not played their greatest game ever? All right? You got to play it. It's amazing. It's fantastic. And there are people who disagree with me on that, and that's perfectly fine. It is a masterpiece, in my opinion. And everybody should play it. It's it's that good. But you know what? Maybe maybe not. Maybe maybe it's not a game for you. But maybe Hyrule Warriors is. Now, if you don't know what Hyrule Warriors is, you probably saw on Twitter that there's a new Zelda game coming. And you're probably a little confused because we knew that Breath of the Wild 2 was on the way. We already knew that. But we didn't know if uh, when that game is coming out. And so to hear that there's a new game coming in November, I assume that there's a lot of people who are confused about that, who are thinking that this is Breath of the Wild 2, and then they see 
the game and it looks like Breath of the Wild, but I'll bet there's a lot of people who are confused about this trailer because this is not how uh, Breath of the Wild plays, and that's because it is not a Zelda game. Now, I say that, and I want everybody to understand that I this is not a Zelda game, but it is canon, okay? The things that are, we're going to experience in this game are the actual prequel story beats that have happened in this world of Breath of the Wild where we get to see what happened 100 years ago with Link and Zelda and Rivali and all of them, okay? We get to see all of that stuff. And not only that, but we get to play as them. And I know there's people who are hearing this and they're like, sign me up. But I still have to warn you, it's not a Zelda game. It's a Muso game. And if you don't know what a Muso game is, it's a warrior's game. Muso is kind of the like I think that's what they call it over in Japan and it's it's its own genre. Kind of like Metroidvania has become its own genre. Muso games have become their own genre. And they do not play like a Zelda game. They play very very different. So much so that when I first saw footage of the original Hyrule Warriors that I believe came out on the 3DS and then was ported to the Wii U, and then they took the Wii U stuff and the 3DS stuff, and they put it together and brought it to the Switch in the Definitive Edition. When I first saw that game, I said, looks like a button masher. I'm not really interested. And so I I did a hard pass on that on the 3DS, and then I did a hard pass on that on the Wii U. And then when it came to Switch, I finally folded and picked it up, and oh my god, I love it. It's so fun. It's such a great game, but it is not a Zelda game. That is a very important point that people have to understand. It doesn't play like a Zelda game. There's not exploration. There's not a whole lot of puzzles. So while I personally am very excited for this because A, I love Musou games. B, I love Zelda. C, Breath of the Wild is the greatest game ever. And D, This is going to tell the story of Link and Zelda and the heroes of Hyrule from 100 years ago that we only barely dipped our toes into in Breath of the Wild. Yes, sign me up. I'm excited for this. Very, very excited for this. So let me tell you what kind of game it's going to be. Uh, Because, like I said, not a Zelda game. Well, Muso games, they're the way that they play. If you if you just see gameplay, I can 100% understand how somebody might say, "Okay, so the point is to to button mash and kill thousands of enemies on a map and that's it." And I could completely understand why somebody would look at gameplay of this and make and and jump to that conclusion. It makes perfect sense. That's the conclusion that I jumped to. Um, Muso games are built on the fact that people who like Muso games know what they are and want to jump into them. And I don't think that they do the best job explaining what what the game is. I sent a text to a friend of mine 
uh, yesterday when this news came out. And I said, oh, my God, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he said, I hadn't played the first one. And I said, well, it's not a Zelda game. I don't know if you'd like it um, because it's very different. I liked it a lot, but I wasn't sure if he would like it. And he said, well, it's a turn-based strategy game, right? So, like, that just goes to show you so many people have so many different ideas about what kind of games these Warriors games are. So, here's how it works. Yes, you absolutely button mash. Like, XXXY, that kind of thing. You absolutely do button mash when you play these games. And yes, there are thousands of enemies on the screen and you swipe your sword once you take out like 30 of them right that that all of that is true that's not really what the game is about the game is about paying attention to the map and making strategic decisions on deciding where can i best place my resources in order to deal with all of the different threats that are happening all at once so in the original Hyrule Warriors, you know, you might have uh, Link and Zelda and Sheik and Impa on your team. And you can only control one of them at a time. And you go to these various places on the map and you, you have to take over, um, you have to take a control point. And if you own a control point, then it will spawn... Um, army members or members of your army if the enemy has a control point it will spawn members of the enemy army and you will have specific jobs to do make sure that you control these control points so that you are generating uh army members in order to um you know fight back the enemy horde but also well wait a second we we just got um you know there there's a there's an enemy messenger that, that is going from one side of the map to the other, and you have to kill them before they get to, uh, get out of the map because if they escape, they're going to call in a bunch of reinforcements. Um, there's a boss that just spawned on this tile over here. You need to get somebody over there to take care of that, and you're making all of these decisions in real time. And you're uh, so, you know, you'll be playing as Link and somebody who's uh, up near Zelda will there'll, there'll be some kind of boss mechanic that you have to take care of up near where Zelda is. So you have a decision. Do I switch over to Zelda, who's not necessarily as as powerful against this type of foe? Or do I tell her to come where Link is and have Link run to where she is in order to have him do the fight because he's better prepared for a fight with something that's weak against bombs or something like that. It's a strategy game. It's a real-time strategy game where you control just a few characters and you fight against thousands. And it is incredibly good. Um, Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition on the Nintendo Switch has so much content. I, I think that there's probably... I don't know. It probably took me 30 hours to finish the story mode and it's light on story. I expect that this one will be better on story because it's canon. Uh, but Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition is kind of light on story and it's big on gameplay. There's tons of stuff for you to do. It's very, very grindy. If you don't like grindy games, you're probably not going to like it. I 
thought that this game was fantastic. I played all the way through the story mode, and then there's a whole bunch of extra stuff for you to do afterwards. Um, you level up your characters. You um, you have points to put into like a skill tree system to make you more powerful. So all of that stuff seems incredibly fun. And I've had so much fun with it that if they were just to say, hey, here's Hyrule Warriors 2, I'd have been like, sweet, sign me up. But to tie it to the lore of Breath of the Wild and to give it that artistic style of Breath of the Wild, all of that is screaming that I absolutely have to buy this game because this game this game is going to, uh, this is going to be one of my favorite games of the year. And I can't believe that it's coming out in just a couple of months. It's coming out on, I believe it is uh, November 20th uh, that it comes out. And it's just, it's going to be so much fun. Uh, they're not showing us much for gameplay here. And I think that that's a little weak. I think when I see this, it makes it feel like they're trying to sell this as a Zelda game, and it is very much not a Zelda game. This is a Musou game through and through, but I can't wait for it because Hyrule Warriors was awesome. So the new game is called Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, and if you if, if you cared about Breath of the Wild, if you thought that that had a really cool um, a really cool story, but you were looking for something a little more actiony then I think that Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity could be something for you to get excited about. So I told you what I would summarize uh, the, new, the new Zelda game as, but here's what Nintendo has to say in their press release. Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity is a must-play for fans of The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, says Nick Chavez, Nintendo of America's Senior Vice President of Sales and Marketing. Roll up your blue tunic sleeves and get ready for a dramatic and surprising adventure through Hyrulean history this holiday season. Uh, it features gameplay that will be familiar to fans of Hyrule Warriors and Fire Emblem Warriors games focused on performing combos and over-the-top special abilities. The action-heavy gameplay is fast-paced and strategic, perfect for players looking for an intense, non-stop action game with direct ties to Breath of the Wild. In addition to all the action, the game is loaded with a robust story that depicts the events, relationships, and dramatic moments of the Great Calamity in captivating detail. And I don't know why they did not talk about this in their press release, but I went to um, Capsule J in chat was asking me if it had um, multiplayer. And so I was like, well, let me let me find out if it has multiplayer because I thought I remembered reading that it did, but there's nothing in the press release about it. So here's what they have to say over at zelda.com slash Hyrule Warriors. Pass a Joy-Con to a friend and take on Calamity Ganon as a team in local co-op multiplayer. Fight side by side or divide your efforts to cover more ground Compete, complete objectives, or defeat the forces of darkness. So, as if this was not exciting enough for me, now I can also sit down and play this game with somebody. True, it's it's split screen, and I'm not a huge fan of split screen stuff. But uh, 
yeah, uh, I'm even more excited now. Now, if you thought that was all of the Zelda news that we were going to hit today, then you're wrong because Amiibo Alerts has also tweeted out that, guess what? The the four heroes from uh, Breath of the Wild whose names I, I there's there's Rivali who's my favorite because he was a jerk and funny and I really really liked him and then there's Mifa who I was not a huge fan of uh, and then Urbosa who was also really awesome and then the big guy the Goron uh, whose name I can't remember um, those amiibo are getting reprinted so you're going to be able to pick those up and I'm sure that this game will have some kind of amiibo functionality with that now I'm probably not going to go out and buy these. Although, I have to say, the I, I like all of them except for the uh, for Mifa. I've just never been a big fan of her character per se, but the other ones are just amazing looking sculpts. Uh, so, Amiibo Breath of the Wild characters are coming back. They're being reprinted. Thank you to Amiibo Alerts. And um, if you want to know when you can pick those up. Uh, I believe that there is a link in the show notes, which will take you to Best Buy uh, to uh, pre-order that stuff uh, so you can uh, get those in time for November 20th when the game comes out. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, first off, welcome. Thank you for checking it out. Secondly, make sure you check out some of my other stuff like 143 Pixels. Just Google it, 143 Pixels. You'll find it. It's It's a really awesome show. I'm very proud of it. But lastly, you may not have known that you can support uh, independent gaming content like this and you get something in return. What do you get in return? Well, if you join at the Buck a Month Club, you get all of my shows 100% ad-free. Not a single ad in any of those uh, episodes because you get your own RSS feed. Secondly, if you join at the Early Access Club... You don't have to wait to get these episodes. I post them to Patreon first, and they go out really fast. Uh, People get those right away, and then the next day, I post the show for everybody else. So if you're in the Early Access Club, you get these shows a day early. If you like 143 Pixels, which I just mentioned, guess what? You get those episodes sometimes months before everybody else. So head on over to patreon.com slash runjumpstomp and support independent gaming news like this. All right, let's get back to the show. You know, with all of the uh, Zelda news that I'm talking about today, you would think that this is the the Zelda anniversary, but no, this is currently Mario's 35th anniversary. It's not the Zelda 35th anniversary. That's not until next year. But there's more Zelda news in that Nintendo just released a uh, a trailer for Crypt of the Necrodancer. Uh, There's no new information in this trailer, but it's just reminding everybody of the DLC, which is coming to Crypt of the Necrodancer. If you've not played it, it does not play like a Zelda game. It's kind of a theme for today's episode. Uh, It plays like Crypt of the Necrodancer, um, but this time it's featuring, you know, Zelda music. This game is awesome. It's got some amazing music, and the DLC packs are on the way. 
Uh, so if you just need a refresher on what you can do in the DLC packs besides playing as, you know, Shadow Link, Shadow Zelda, Impa, and Frederick, uh, then make sure that you check out the, uh, the, the trailer, which is linked in the show notes. Again, that's over at runjumpstomp.com. Our last story today is the one that I feel like it is probably the least believable. And that is this idea that Nintendo is working on a 4K Switch. Well, okay, let's let me let me back it up. I do think that Nintendo is working on a 4K Switch. I think that that will come out sometime when 8K TVs are everywhere. I don't anticipate that Nintendo will be having a a 4K Switch anytime soon. Why are people anticipating that they will? Because there is a story from Bloomberg that is saying that there are several anonymous game developers that have been asked by Nintendo to make their games 4K ready. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. I just, I can't buy it. Nintendo is not the company that chases resolution. They never have been. Uh, they they work on fun factor, and that's really what they focus on. They've never been somebody who focuses on having the highest numbers, the most gigaflops, the whatever it is that you want to call it. They've never been uh, anybody who's who's been interested in that stuff. So I I just don't know that this is believable, even a little. I just don't I just don't buy it. I don't buy it. All right, let's get out of here. That's it for today's episode. If you didn't know, you can join our Discord. You can find my Twitter. You can find my Twitch and my YouTube all by going to my website, runjumpstomp.com. Uh, I've, I've had a fun day talking to you guys about Nintendo. I can't wait. I'm so excited for, uh, for, for the new Zelda game. I can't wait for it. Anyway, I hope you guys have a great day. I'm out of here. Stay awesome.